Who better on Bedlam Week than Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman? I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And as we get into a great conversation with Barry Trammell, please take a moment out as we ask of you each and every week. It's not a big ask, and that's why we also give you something in return. Leave a rating and a review on the podcast because guess what? I've got Heartland College Sports koozies that we send to you for free when you leave me a rating and a review on the show. It does help us keep growing the show a ton, and uh, that's why if you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, we'll get the koozie in the mail for you guys. So appreciate you doing that. Barry, do you know off the top of your head how many of these Bedlam matches you've been a part of? Uh, No, I'd have to figure it out. It'd be, I, I think it would be uh, 35, I think, to cover. 35. I went, some as a ki- went, went to a bunch as a kid yeah. um, in the stands, but I think it's 35 or 36 live. How about that? So, Barry, you know, looking at this game, obviously, these two teams, it's basically an elimination game for the Big 12 championship. Uh, where does the hype around this one stack up, or is the COVID nature of this year and the fact that the Big 12 is still on the outside looking in on a college football playoff actually takes a little bit of the uh, mystique out of this game. I think it's a little down just because I think everything about college football is a little down in terms of uh, the hype and the expectations. Um, I, I think that goes for even places, you know, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, wherever, you know, you wake up, every day and check the, uh, you know, check the, uh, the wires, make sure your game hasn't been canceled or postponed. So that takes a little edge off. And, and what you mentioned, the fact that, you know, the big 12 has sort of fallen out of the national title race. Oklahoma state's the only team with fewer than two losses. The only team with a, a realistic chance at a, at a, uh, college football playoff berth. Nobody gives Cowboys much of a chance to get there. They win this game, that changes. So I guess, and I, I guess in a way, the hype of Bedlam, of uh, this Bedlam, could come after the game, not before. Yeah, it's a very good point. So Barry, as you look at this game, I mean, uh, let's start with the Oklahoma State side of things because, as you mentioned, they're the ones who still have an outside chance of actually making a playoff with that one loss. Uh, th- this offense, interestingly enough, has been what's held this team back. It seems like way more than the defense. Do you have full confidence that Spencer Sanders is a quarterback that can lead a team to a conference championship and maybe more? Uh, not really. I'm not saying I don't. Th- I'm not saying I think he won't or can't, but I don't have complete confidence. He hasn't shown me yet that he's an elite quarterback. And this is a league where the winner almost always has an elite quarterback. Um, and let me think that might be just flat true, you know, forever. So, mm-hmm. uh, if he, so he's got to play better. He's actually not the biggest problem with the OSU offense. Their offensive line has been decimated, uh, through injury, defection, retirements, all kinds of things, COVID related, un- not related to COVID. They're just not blocking that well. You know, the Cowboys have always had a, or until last season, really, it had a high-flying offense, and it's just not, you know, it's just it's sort of stuck in the mud. And and until they can get up to speed, it's going to be hard for people to pick them over Oklahoma because, 
you know, the, the Sooners, even though the OSU defense is outstanding, and Oklahoma State might hold Oklahoma into the 20s, uh, you know, I don't know if the Cowboys can get into the 20s. So the league has changed. We're not seeing near, near as many high-scoring games. So I think, uh, you know, I think the Cowboys are in, are in trouble Saturday if they don't get that offense going. Before we continue with Barry, uh, this is a huge week for the Big 12, guys. I mean, we've been talking about it all week, and we're going to continue to talk about it. But if there's ever a week to get in and, you know, get a little Big 12 action going, it's this week with our friends at MyBookie.com, where the promo code BIG12, a big one, too, gets you that 100% sign-up bonus when you use our promo code BIG12. You've got Farmageddon, Iowa State, Kansas State, 3 o'clock, Rolling into Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State at 6.30. And these are just the back-to-back games that you dream of as a Big 12 fan. So, uh, you know, I'll have my usual picks here on the show. And last week was a good week for us going 2-0. and So I feel like the mojo is coming back. And either way, even if you bet against me, that's fine. Fade my picks. Have fun with it. Whatever you want to do. Have yourself a little bit of fun this weekend. Uh, there's only a few weeks left in the season. And you can't ask for a better back-to-back stretch here than these two games this weekend if you're a Big 12 fan. And at mybookie.com, the promo code BIG12, you get free money to use in your Big 12 picks this weekend or any other college football or NFL picks as well. Mybookie.com, promo code BIG12, BIG12. Do you think it's good for the league, Barry, that the league is changing and it's not all about, you know, air raid offenses? Oh, I don't think it's bad necessarily. Um but I don't know that it's good. You know, Nick Saban earlier in the year said, hey, you know, offense runs the sport now. Best offense wins. Well, you know, that would have been good information about five years ago if he'd have <laughs> said that publicly. Uh, you know, but it's not great. You know, the Big 12's a little bit ahead of its time. And um, now I don't know that it's going to get much credit for that. So what the Big 12's got to do, there's not any question about what the Big 12's got to do got to make the playoff and win a game or two when it gets there. That's what's going to change the perception of the Big 12. And until that happens, everything else is just details. Um, it is sort of fun, though, for some an old-timer like me, you know, to go cover a, you know, go cover a game and it's 20 to 18 or it's 27-13 or, you know, some, some normalized score <laughs> is sort of cool. You know, they, in the old days, you know, 28-21 was high scoring, and now, you know, 28-21, you look at it and say, what, what, what happened to the offenses? So uh, every every uh, offense in the league except Iowa State is a little bit or more down from its normal standard. OU's not quite as good on offense as it has been. Texas is not as good on offense as it has been. OSU's way down. Um Kansas State, every everybody, Texas Tech, everybody, West Virginia, except Iowa State has really improved their offense, and that's why they got a chance to win the conference. So it is a new-look league. We'll see if it's long-term or if this is a one-year aberration. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman is here. So, uh, Barry, let's dive into the Sooners then. Uh, you are seeing this team get better, young guys, Spencer Rattler. You're seeing guys get healthy, get off a of suspension, Ramondre Stevenson, Ronnie Perkins. What is what is clicking on both sides of the ball so well for Lincoln Riley, and what has happened the last couple of weeks in particular? 
well, in the last couple of weeks in particular, they're playing Kansas State and I'm sorry, Kansas and Texas Tech. <laughs> That's what helped the most. Yes. But uh, the defense is playing better, not in question. Spencer Rattler's not turning the ball over. He did that against K State and Iowa State. Um, so the they're better than we thought defensively. Um, offensively, they got Ramondre Stevenson back at tailback these last two games. He's a big difference. He's he's a big guy who can run, and he's he's the real deal. He'll make them better. The offensive line, the defensive line, everything's gelling. Sooners are actually looking like they could be molding into form. I think they're going to be tough to beat the rest of the year. Um, those two losses early are going are going to cost them a chance at the uh, national title. I don't know if it'll cost them, you know, the Big 12 title or not. That remains to be seen. But it's all positive signs right now for the Sooners. So, Barry, and, and this team, I, they haven't lost a game in November since, I think, the Tyreek Hill game. So what does it say about this program that just turns it on and, and it's been, I think, 21-0 and 0 in November dating back, you know, five-plus seasons now? What is it about this time of year that just gets this program going? It's really a little bit of a fabricated statistic for this reason. Um, they never play Texas in November. They always play in October. Texas is one of the teams that stands up to them and beats them on a fairly regular basis. And they always play OSU. You know, Oklahoma State's been the best, the second best program in the conference over the last 12 years, collectively. Cowboys have, are clearly the number two team in the league over that time. And for whatever reason, OSU can't beat OU. So I never think of that as being a November problem for OSU. I think it is as a bedlam problem yeah. for OSU. So um, if it has something to do with the calendar, we haven't fleshed that out yet. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you, you do have to give Bob Stoops and, and uh, Lincoln Riley credit. They, their teams do improve. You know, they, they, they get better as the year goes on. They, they're three and – well, heck, this goes back to the this goes back to the 2000 for the last 20 years. What is it? I think they've been in 10 Big 12 championship games and they're 9 and 1 in those games. And you know, they've been a favorite most of the times and sometimes they've been clearly far superior, but they've also played some teams that can stand up to them. And um, you know, they're 9 and 1. So for 20 years they've been actually playing pretty good football at the end of the year. So uh, give credit to whatever's going on there culturally or, or or strategically. They they get these guys better and better the year goes on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, but two out of three of you will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the age of 35. And the best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. That's where Keeps comes into play. Yes, K-E-E-P-S. Keeps like keeping that hair on your head. And Keeps is one of only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Keeps treatment typically takes between four and six months to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatment starts at just 10 bucks per month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. And how do you do that? Well, you go to keeps.com slash heart to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash heart. 
Get on it now. You won't want to miss out and stop dragging those feet. Keeps.com slash heart. Barry, uh, you mentioned Mike Gundy's bedlam problem. Uh, where does the pressure in this game uh, with this season, the way it's gone for the Cowboys and, you know, being a ranked team, highly ranked team, where does the pressure for Mike Gundy stack up compared to previous seasons to win this game? Oh, I, uh, not much, not really any different. I don't think, uh, a lot of, a lot of internal pressure, um, a lot of external pressure too, but Gundy, you know, Gundy had a wild off season. He got, he got uh, crossways with his players with the Chuba Hubbard protest. Uh, all the players came to Chuba's defense. Very few said anything good about Gundy. So he, you know, Gundy sort of had to withstand that. And that was, uh, you know, a, a one ball game, a bedlam game that nobody really expects OSU to ever win anyway. It's small potatoes compared to that. So I don't, you know, I don't think he's in danger of, of getting crossways anymore with his fan base. They've almost come to accept it that, you know, we just can't beat Oklahoma. Here's what's crazy. This is the golden era of Oklahoma state football. You know, like I said, they've been the second best program in the league for 12 years collectively. Uh, They've become a national brand. They are, you know, they're, they've done a fantastic job bringing up this football program, but their record in the you know in the 20th, 21st century or their record with Mike Gundy, ever how you want to look at it, is not any better against OU than it was before the golden era. <laughs> so you know, I mean, it, yeah. it's under twenty percent. You know, so I think Gundy, what is he? Is he two and thirteen? I yeah. think against uh, two and thirteen against OU. Yep. Well, I mean, that's OSU actually has a better record against OU without Mike Gundy head coaching than he does with Mike Gundy head coaching. And it, it just makes no sense, but it just shows you the crazy dominance of this series. Yeah. Very last thing. It's a great weekend for the big 12. You've got Farmageddon, Iowa state, Kansas state three o'clock Saturday leading into bedlam. Uh, I know, you know, you're a college football, big 12 guy. You'll be locked into that one. I'm sure a little bit beforehand, how about that game? It's also a Big 12 championship elimination game. How do you see that one playing out between those two teams? Well, I uh, I applaud K-State. Uh, I think Chris Clement's done a fantastic job, um, you know, knocking off the Sooners early, playing well throughout the year, even after losing Skyler Thompson. But they just don't have enough offense. And uh, I am really big on Iowa State. When Iowa State, if Iowa State and Oklahoma play in the Big 12 title game, I think it's a toss-up game. Uh, the Cyclones really impress me, so I just don't think K State's going to have enough offense to to hang with Iowa State. Um, again, I applaud the Cats. Great, great season, and and they've done some some wonderful things. But that Iowa State team is really talented, and I think I think uh, the Clones will have too much for them. He's Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma, and always great to get the insights, especially on Bedlam Week. Barry, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. You bet. Always great to talk to Barry Trammell. I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports Weekly is the show. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is the site. Don't forget about our friends at MyBookie.com. Promo code BIG12, BIG12 for a 100% sign-up bonus. And leave that rating and review. It'll take you a second, and then you'll be able to 
once again, get that free Heartland College Sports koozie that we will put in the mail for you. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.